Welcome to Synthaholics. This is your host, David Duncan, and with me is... Brian. Hello, David. How are you doing? Nice background you have there. Think, Mark! Think! Think! Think, Mark! So we've been dancing around... Think Captain Invincible. Think! <laughs> talking about Invincible for many, many moons. And we finally made it here today. Listen to us. As we have been talking little tidbits about Invincible... And now we're here to talk about more about Invincible. <laughs> Indeed. We are we're first. We're, we're finally talking about that. There's news. There's news. always news. There's always news. Always something yeah, yeah. that, that uh, has tickled our fancy throughout the week. Uh, A little <laughs> tickled my fancy is all the farming games Nintendo's coming out with. So <laughs> Nintendo had a Nintendo Direct. All of them are this, farming games. Uh, yeah, all half of them. They showed like twenty games, and like twelve of them were farming related. <laughs> Stardew Valley really has driven the market into farming. <laughs> well, I watched the donkeys thing. It's like oh, farming games, which is back to Sony's, <laughs> and then back to Nintendo. Oh, another farming. Oh game. yeah, they they did show a lot of farming games, uh, but obviously the the highlight of the show, at least for me, was the new Zelda game, David. Tears of the Kingdom. What do you think about Tears of the Kingdom with all the gameplay they showed? What was your favorite moment? <laughs> uh, when they finally got us away from the wall that we saw for 90% of the trailer. <laughs> it was that like was a, a highlight. It was like a minute and a half trailer, and like most of that minute and a half, you were just staring at a wall. Well, you know, somebody had to look at a wall first. It had to be done. It comes out uh, next year in May. I'm excited. That's really the only game I cared about. Oh, I don't really want to play any farming games. I don't know about you. I know you're really into farming games. I mean, I played Farmville back on the day on the old Facebooks, back when Farmville was a thing. <laughs> That's your farming experience, is Farmville? Yeah. Does Farmville played... still think? Can you still play Farmville? Probably, I don't, right? I, th- I think it's dead. It's dead? They killed it? I think, I think, I think Farmville burnt down. <laughs> I think it burnt down, fell over, and sank into the swamp. That's not good. Well, I'm sorry, Farmville. You were a good game, apparently. I never played it, but I know people who did. Uh, Another. I'm one of the people that did. (laughs) You're the guy. (laughs) I'm the guy. My mom played it. A lot of people played it. I don't know much about it, but I know people did like it. It was the original farming game. Was there a game before... No, I'm, there was. I'm sure there was a be. there was a PC farming simulator long before Farmville was a thing. Okay, well, I don't. I'm I'm unaware of it because PC farming simulator. I mean, they had Goat Simulator. I mean, if they didn't, if they had a Goat Simulator, they must have had a farming simulator. A farming simulator. I don't even know when did it come out. When did Facebook come out? I feel like it's just been out forever. It, well, no, there's definitely been games before that. I mean, since anyway, I, since I was in college, I think maybe it's been out for. Our, it's been out for at least a year. How about that? We can agree on that, that it's been out for at least a year? Oh, when I was in college, my friend kept sending me links that, who was also on Facebook, kept sending me links that Facebook was going to switch to like a a, a month, monthly pay model, a subscription model. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's still... It's, it's going to be a Netflix subscription. It's, it still hasn't, although, you know, Meta might be when it's like the virtual reality when they run out of money, they're gonna have to start charging people. Yeah, when enough people, when enough people have like left Facebook, they'll start charging the <laughs> the remaining users. Facebook has thirteen thousand users left. Wow. Each one has to pay a thousand dollars a month. So Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, so 
Think Mark can keep up his. <laughs> Think Mark. <laughs> Think Mark. So, so Mark Zuckerberg can keep his thinking. See, a lot of people think that this is uh, not a scripted show. This is that that was that whole Facebook segment was just a setup for your background. That's all it was. <laughs> Everything is planned. So uh, the the same day is was the state of play for Sony PlayStation, mm-hmm. and the game I cared about there was God of War because God of War is the greatest game of all time. You didn't talk about. You didn't want to talk about Tekken Eight. I mean, it's there. <laughs> they have muscles. I don't they, know much about they have, they have muscles now. I didn't know if you knew this before, but this is the first second game where they have muscles. They, it didn't Tekken was like a three D fighter, wasn't it? Or like an arena where you like go around in a circle. I don't Tekken think the trailer has are always, they changing it up. Tekken's always been a three D fighter. The yeah, camera, but the, the trailer the, didn't look like it. The camera angles are showing them. I don't know. Maybe they switched it to just two D. I don't know. I didn't really watch the trailer for it. But Tekken like started as like a, a 3D arena fighting game. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, like, th- I don't think the trailer showed that. Remember Battle sure Arena Toshinden? How come they didn't show a new Battle Arena Toshinden? Because that was a Sony exclusive back in the day. Well, I mean, they can't make everything, man. They can't make every game. But yeah, God of War's coming out. The trailer was amazing. The trailer was like super cool. I'm hoping. Do you have any theories on what's going to happen in God of War? I I want Kratos to fight Boy. And uh, he kills Boy and says, "Boy, that was a mistake." <laughs> um, I don't think Kratos is gonna fight and kill Boy. I mean, I, I actually just finished the original God of War for the first time, so everyone's probably appalled at, at this, and I kind of am too. But I'm also kind of not. I have got basically only a couple months between finishing god of war for the first time and playing god of war ragnarok for the first time like i've got a very small window like if i played this game when i got it (laughs) it's like you just you just finished it too it's not like it was you finished a couple weeks ago it's like you literally just did it (laughs) days ago (laughs) i finished it and the game is a masterpiece. And one of the one of the things you see on the wall briefly, it looks like Kratos being held by Boy. It looks like Kratos is killed. Well, I mean, they they might kill Kratos, but he's also died in the past. Many and, t- he's died three times. I and, looked it up because I, I wanted to be sure. How many times Kratos canonic- canonically died and came back? Yeah, he canonically died three times and has like crawled back from hell each time. So I mean, if he dies, I wouldn't imagine he's going to stay dead be cool though it'd be a good impact to the story and i think it'd be a, a cool thing i don't want kratos to die he's like the best video game character yeah i don't want him to die either i'm I, my prediction is i mean it, it, i keep hearing time travel is gonna be a thing so i mean boy's gonna have to go into the past into the far past with his with his his wife i guess or he finds her in the past or whatever because they have to have because i mean wait, uh, wait uh kratos's new wife or no, family no, no boy Oh, boy's boy's mom. No, Atreus. He has to find his wife. Boy's gonna get boy. Oh, okay. Because uh, Gormagander, the snake, is his child. Yeah, he's he's got to. We I don't know how that happened. No, well, that's, <laughs> what, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, boy's got to go back in time at some point so he can have uh, his wolf child and his snake child. Yeah, which is very it's possible. So human. So, so I mean. Uh, it's just that's just how North mythology works, you know. These gods have babies, and all of a sudden they're yeah, they're an animal. That's cool. It's like the world it's, not, it's not a human anymore. It's not a, 
<laughs> it's it's, it's just a snake. Finrear. It wraps the whole planet. And, and Finrear, the wolf, who's going to bite yeah, off uh, Tyr's hand. Building. <laughs> you know, it's fine. Uh, it's just North mytho- Norse mythology. That's a lot of fun. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, yeah, my prediction is the boy's going to have to go back in time. And because time travel's neat, he's either going to go back in time and you lose him. You, you lose, you know, shooting arrows for half the game as, like, you know, your side, you know, your side <laughs> thing. You know, being able to stun enemies with arrows. Or, because time travel's neat, he goes back in time and he's, he's immediately back at the same time. So, you know, time travel's neat like that. You know, you might lose him for a big chunk of the game. You might not lose him for much time at all. Yeah, you might just lose him for, like... Just like a story section. Well, I mean, you know, but, it, could, it could be like you know Brock and Sindri, like when they you know they just like can appear out of nowhere, like they're gone for like a second, and they've like built a new axe for you, and they hand it to you, or they've upgraded something. Yeah, and they're just back. <laughs> yeah, they just. That's like, such oh. a good. It's such a good game. Such a good game. Like when you're in hell, they just like upgrade your weapon. He's like sneaking out behind a rock. They they go back to the forge, upgrade their weapon, and they bring you like the the, the upgrade, and it's just like instantaneously, basically. <laughs> Yeah, because dwarfs are the best, and they have time traveling powers. <laughs> so uh, they better be in this game too. Have they? I'm sure they'll be in this game, are. but I don't think we've seen them yet. We have, or maybe we have in one of the trailers. We have. They're oh yeah, no, we have. We have. have the yeah, best of the trailer. Uh, the last thing I got is a bit of housekeeping. Uh, I we talked about this a little bit. Was the there's too much Marvel stuff. I can't take all this Marvel stuff anymore. So we're gonna be cutting back on Marvel. I think, and only gonna really talk about or podcast on the ones maybe we might see ones that we won't podcast on but i think we're gonna only do ones that interest both of us kind of going forward it's, it's just too much marvel stuff or we might just have to do a, a, a marvel marvel smatter medley where we just like quickly go through a couple marvel things we've seen and not dedicate an entire podcast to just one marvel thing <clears throat> yeah that's a good idea too we could do that I, it's just it's just there's so much marvel stuff and it's, they showed it's like I felt like a month ago. They just showed like fifteen movies that are coming out and TV shows, and then like a month later, they show like another fifteen movies that are coming out. It's like, man, I just I can't keep up anymore. I can't keep up. Yeah, and I, well, most of it's not even really good anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's well, phase, it's phase four has been ninety nine percent bad. There was Eternals, which I liked, and I felt like moved the story forward. A lot of people hated the Eternals. That's fine. It was a winner for me because it's the only movie that's actually pushed the the story forward in any meaningful way (laughs) yeah it did push it forward unlike any of the other movies (laughs) or shows or anything everything feels like a massive step back i mean spider-man no way home was you know a good movie but it was only because it was like this nostalgia thirst trap for (laughs) the other two (laughs) spider-men Pretty much. I mean, and also, it's like the argument. Uh, I, the argument to the, what we're saying is that uh, well, they're just recovering from like the aftermath that Thanos was. It's like I don't want a filler like year arc in Marvel movies. It's it's not like it's not it's a filler multi year arc. Like Phase Four is like if you, since it's mostly TV shows, it is more hours of content than like like Phase One and Two, and I think Three combined. That's a lot of content. For for nothing to happen. And yeah, they're introducing, they're backdooring new characters in there. But Thor would have been the perfect one to like transition to Lady Thor, Mighty Thor. And then they kill her at the end. And I'm like, well, what was the, what was even the point of a fourth Thor movie if you're not transitioning 
because that's what phase four has felt like it's like a transition we're getting new characters here there you know they're just <clears throat> making these uh, sub characters more important than the named character of the film like dr strange multiverse of madness was a like i joked about when we talked about it, it was a the uh, the chavez and uh you know scarlet witch movie featuring you know also starring you know yeah uh, mr strange dr strange so it was it was very strange that he was like the least important part of his his movie and there was these other two characters that they're trying to build up and uh, it's just not been great because dr strange was one of my favorite superheroes and the fact that he wasn't a huge part in his own movie was kind of like it wasn't a it was a america chavez movie yeah it was america chavez scarlet witch yeah featuring dr strange yeah it was kind of yeah, sad. Yeah, just, there's just too much. And not even, I mean, the shows are kind of, like, not great either. Like, I don't think either one of us was too impressed with, like, Moon Knight. Uh, I I know, you have watched Moon She-Hulk. Knight, Moon Knight was such a cool idea, and, like, the show's execution yeah, well, it was, was, like... It wasn't great. <laughs> it, it was, like, you could tell they were trying to just make the show super cheap, because every time there was about to be a fight scene, they just cut till after it was over. He just fought. <laughs> Trust us, guys. It Trust was a good us. fight. He, yeah, it was. We cool. saw it off off screen. It was really cool, but you don't get to see it. <laughs> it's like that's why I watch these things. I want to see the cool fights. <laughs> Screw the story. I just want to see well, I mean, man beat man. Well, I mean, the story hasn't been good, so at least give me a good fight. You know, like to make up for the story not being good. But Moon Knight gave us neither. They didn't give us a good story or uh, a good fight. I'm just like, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's not even like. I, it's not superhero fatigue, I don't think, considering what we're talking about today. I think it's more of just like, it's just kind of like average, and the plot's Mar- not that great. Marvel formulaic uh, fatigue, that's what it is. Like, superheroes yeah. aren't bad in, a, in of themselves, it's just what you do with it. And Marvel's gotten so comfortable with how they've been doing everything, and they'll, they'll know they'll get views, so they basically put in the least amount of effort, and... Get views and, and it's been maximize suffering. profit. Yeah, it's been it's been suffering because of that. Speak even of even uh, Doctor Strange or not Doctor Strange Daredevil. They had like Daredevil on Netflix. That show was like one of the greatest like Netflix creations, and they're bringing it back, but they're rebooting it with the same characters. He's like, they said it's not season four, or whatever it's on. It's this is season one, episode one again. Like why? Why? So it's, you know, it's going to be another. It's going to be lighthearted now, but. And they're That's gonna like gonna they're gonna PGIs him instead of like you know because he was yeah he was pretty, like, har- pretty brutal he was brutal it was great I love the original I, I'm scared they're gonna ruin Daredevil they're gonna ruin it it's gonna be ruined I mean I haven't watched <laughs> the latest She Hulk episode with um, Daredevil in it yet but um yeah I, I'm scared it's gonna be really really bad because I mean I was excited for She Hulk because I wanted like a She Hulk show because I'm a fan of She Hulk but like. What they're doing with the show just isn't great. And, like, you know, if if they wanted to do a comedy, that's all good and fine. But, I mean, normally, comedies are funny. Whoa, that's a controversial take. <laughs> that's a controversial take right there. <laughs> this show isn't funny, but I will give it this. More happens in each episode of She-Hulk than happens in Rings of Power. <laughs> <laughs> So well, I haven't take, seen it, so I can't confirm or deny. But I'll trust t- you. Take that how you will. Like nothing happened in the first three episodes of Rings of Power. It's just I don't want to take that. Take that back. 
I don't take it back. <laughs> I don't want it. It's there. It's out. It's out there in the world. It's in the universe. You manifested boringness. <laughs> I'm manifesting a boring TV show. <laughs> oh, that's, that's just a problem. A lot of stuff is boring now. But Invincibles wasn't boring. No, it was not boring. It was very good. And I was sad it was over by the at the end of episode 8. But I I was trying to make a transition to like speaking of, you know, money stuff. Overwatch 2. Overwatch 2 news is oh, yeah. is the most depressing thing ever. <laughs> the the game comes out and I I we just talked about this last night. And so, I don't I don't know if it was if we figured out when it was coming out or I if believe I believe it's coming out in October. But I remember okay. several months ago earlier this year a blizzard announced overwatch 2 and diablo 4 weren't coming out this year and we were like well duh and like why why why, i never assumed they were coming out this year and then now they're all of a sudden putting at least overwatch 2 out this year and i'm like why do you know why they're putting out overwatch 2 this year brian is this something i should know i feel like you said that in a way where i should know the answer to this but i don't think i do (laughs) Battle Pass. We gotta start raking. We gotta start raking in that <laughs> money. Making money. We gotta start making money. It's like we, the game. It's a free to play game. It can be broken, incomplete. We'll put it out, and we're gonna just pull in that money with Battle Pass. And and the thing is, I honestly feel so bad for like the little guys at Blizzard, the developers who are having to like make o- make overwatch 2 hey they never balanced overwatch 1 ever it was never balanced especially when they started trying to make it an esport and now with the battle pass I, I, my wife was reading about it some this morning they're hoping to put out like a new character and map like every other season every other okay for the battle pass that is a lot of characters and a lot of maps which won't be balanced or play tested well enough cuz it's been what like years uh you know (laughs) since overwatch one came out and in overwatch two it feels like you know we we played the beta you and i and my wife and it felt like they did nothing and the entire span between overwatch one and overwatch two was basically the the character that's what they did they removed somebody well they just changed their name they they have uh no no it's like it's 5v5 now like they oh, removed, yeah. they, they removed the so they took away from the game. They removed a character. They added three maps and one new character as, as at the time of the beta that we played. Yeah, and it's not Overwatch is a fun, it can be a fun game. There's potential there. We have had fun with it in the past, but it's kind of just. I think everybody feels this way. I think it's like well, maybe not everybody because most of the most people that are going to play Overwatch two aren't don't know anything about this news. They're just like new Overwatch game sounds cool, guys. Let's log on in and play. Buy the battle pass. It's only nine dollars or whatever it is. But you know we're kind of sitting here thinking about it and be like, man, this game is not that great anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 fallen quite a bit. Like if if they always had this model, this wouldn't be a tough pill to swallow. But because this model is brand new to Overwatch two. And it wasn't how Overwatch One was done. It's just, it's. Well, it's like live service games. Like anybody who's been around long enough to play games before live service games know that live service games are like not the way to go. <laughs> like these kind of expansions that Overwatch is doing is something that would just be free 
10 years ago. It was just something that would just come out and it would just be part of the main game. Well, it, it was true at Overwatch 1. Like, characters were free and maps were free. If you bought the game, you got... Yeah, and you just add, got stuff. I would rather just pay outright for Overwatch 2 and not be nickeled and dimed every season. Well, no, that's not how... Yeah, there has to be a monthly fee for everything. And, everything has to have, like, a monthly fee. And from what I understand, there's 80 tiers of battle pass and the character unlock for your new character is on page is on tier 55 so you have, so you have to invest a stupid amount of time each season to unlock the character and I, cool. and what i don't what i don't know for sure I, I think this is still in the rumor mill part is that uh you have to have all the characters unlocked before you can even try comp and so if that's true, it's like going to be the only game we'd ever be able to play if we decided to play Overwatch because you have to spend so much time to even unlock the character to even go into <laughs> We're just going to be comp. trying to level I'm up. <laughs> probably not even going to bother. Yeah, probably not. I mean, I I have to, I have to know more about the battle pass cuz I'm sure there, there's still stuff there rumors and stuff, but so far it doesn't sound too good. <laughs> it sounds awful and you know, I, I hope enough people boycott Blizzard and a boycott Overwatch 2 that maybe they'll change their mind on things. Nah, man. It's not changing. They're going to oh, make man. a ton of money. Diablo Immortal, for how bad it was, still is making a lot of money. <laughs> it's so sad. I, it's just, I wish people would stand up and like vote with their wallets. Don't give them money for stuff that's super irresponsible. So we we need to give props to some good devs, then like Larian and Santa Monica Studios, who still are making good games and Beautiful are games. you know making the consumer happy. Yeah, we 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 a couple of weeks ago just finished Divinity Two Original Sin, Brian, my wife, and I, and it was amazing. Yeah, uh, a, they do a great job with that game. It was a masterpiece of a game. Uh, so was God of War. No nickeling and diming. It was the game we paid for it, and it was to some of the best experiences of gaming I've had in a while. Yeah. There's still good developers out there. We just gotta find them, man. Most of them are probably indie developers, to be fair. All the good ones are indie developers, because they're not, like, consumed by, like, Tencent. <laughs> <laughs> Where you have to, like, monetize everything out the wazoo. Everything like, is monetizable. But yeah, uh, those are, that's the that's the uh, news before the news. And the news... Now is that Invincible is cool. <laughs> On to the meat and potatoes, as you like to say. The meat and potatoes. So, uh, Boil a match all... and stick them in a stew? But yes, that's, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> so with all the uh, garbage shows and movies that are out there, every once in a while, one that will fly by and kind of goes unnoticed. This show came out the same time that... Um, uh, when, no, not Winter. What's that Marvel show with the Shield guy, Anthony Mackie? It was so good, I can remember everything. Falcon uh, and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, that. This came out the same time as that show was coming out, and I remember watching uh, Captain Falcon or whatever the heck his name is. Man, I this I can't believe I have forgotten this much about that show. Falcon and I, the Winter like, Soldier. Falcon and the and Winter my Soldier. And just like you don't need this. to be fair it was a very bad show (laughs) and this wasn't getting a lot of love a lot of people i don't i'm surprised you like watched it or like you knew what it was i think before i knew what it was oh yeah i watched it i was like oh what uh i think aaron had mentioned it at some point 
because he probably read the comics and you mentioned it to me at some point. So I watched oh, okay. it. And uh, yeah, and it's it's pretty good. So this is one of the ones that came out of the blue, and I, I, it kind of sucks because I think adults are kind of see his animation as kind of like, oh, that's for kids or whatever. This is not for kids at all. This is like really like as you can see from your background right now. This is not a kids animation show, so no, it like captures not. something that you can't see in live action. It's really funny because when I watched the first episode the first time, I was like, "Oh, is this a kids show?" Because like it was pretty, <laughs> it was pretty tame. It was pretty. But tame then it happens until the last couple minutes of the episode, and then this guy straight up murders like the superhero Justice League of this universe or whatever, like in the most gruesome way possible. It was, <laughs> it was bonkers, and I was like, "Wow." I guess it's well, before, before, hold on, hold on. Before we start breaking down this show, because that's I think for anybody who's watched Invincible, once they get to like that last like five minutes of episode one, they're like, "I'm on board. I would, <laughs> I'm watching this now." Yeah. So, I, David, was, what would you uh, rate Invincible? Oh yeah, yeah. What's um, your uh, I'd give like a nine point five. You know, it's oh okay nine nine five. Really good, really good. I'm gonna give it an eight five. I don't know if it's nine. No, I'll give it an eight seven. Eight seven. Eight point seven is what I'm going to give. It's it's a really good show. I I think I, I, people should just watch it. I mean, well, I mean, if you like this kind of stuff, well, it's I a mean, it's a superhero show. There's a lot of tropes. Honestly, I had to give the show just high praise just because it happened to come out on Amazon Prime, and uh, they are <laughs> they are dropping the ball hard lately. Wheel of Time was terrible. Um, Rings of Power so far uh, has been pretty boring, and almost nothing has been happening. And they made Galadriel one of the most hated characters ever. That's my hot take for right now. Uh, where we more are, more to come, more to come on more, this, m- more to come. Um, uh, so, uh, and then they, you know, they canceled uh, the Expanse, which was a really good show, but they canceled it. I mean, there's three books left of content they could do, and they just stopped. Um, so that's not great. So yeah, they, so so, so not been getting views. So finding a win on Amazon Prime, that's great. Uh this is really good and I really hope they don't ruin the next season by like making it dumb like Wheel of Time and, and the like, like like toning it down. I don't I don't because, think so. I don't like, there's no way. There's there's it's the same people doing season 2 as okay, season okay, 1. Nothing's okay, changing. Okay. Oh, you know, just just making sure. It's got it's got to be good, man. We got to have hope. Gotta have, have hope for something. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, the boys, you know, we loved season one and two, but season three was kind of like you didn't really do anything with the, the show. No, but we're not on season three yet. <laughs> we're only at, we're going to season two. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, Amazon in general has been dropping the ball lately. With it, oh with, yeah, when it comes well, yeah, to their, have. their TV shows, like, well, they never really been on the ball. It's kind of like they, yes, they've yes, been they chasing were. the ball. No, no, they were on the ball. They, the, the, the Expanse was great. Yeah, but it didn't start on it Amazon. Did, it didn't start, but they picked it up, and the episodes they, they did do on it were great, and Invincible was great. So, I mean, like, they've got the two, two shows. They've got two shows. <laughs> <laughs> they've got two shows that are good. I've heard good things about Man in the High Castle. I, I never got into it, though. I've never even heard of it, so I can't <laughs> say anything about it. <laughs> So a lot of a lot of shows that do animation that like Nintendo is we're, again we're gonna dog on Nintendo again but uh, the Mario they're 
the Mario they, Mario has a voice actor. I don't know if you know this, but Mario had a voice actor no, no, for a very it, long time. Mario's been a silent protagonist. Don't you know anything about Mario? Okay, yeah, I'm, he's wrong. He doesn't make any types of noises. <laughs> so uh, there is a guy that does do Mario, but they want to bring in Chris Pratt, which is you know I don't know. Chris Pratt's kind of getting annoying for me. I don't know if he's getting annoying for you, but like I don't know. There's something about him that he's starting to get kind of annoying. But uh, they bring in these giant voice actors to try to pump numbers or whatever. This show doesn't do that. There are big names in this, but they're like voice. They can voice act. They're not just like, I'm Chris Pratt, and now I'm going to talk into this microphone, and I'm going to pretend I'm Mario. <laughs> it's like people are acting as if they are, you know, Omni-Man, J.K. Simmons, or, or Zachary Quinto for Robot. And and Zachary Quinto is a nice Star Trek name, Spock from the reboot movies. And we have another Star Trek alumni, at least one other. Uh, Battle Beast is voiced by Michael Dorn. Very cool. <laughs> Who's Worf? Yeah, there's there's it's, the show has really good voice acting. Uh, but I think we should talk about the episode one before because there's like two things that kind of happen in this show. I would say the first episode and the last episode where it's like that was an amazing show for any for this show to even get any type of recognition from anybody it needed to like create the greatest season finale of like all time. So that's how that's how I figured out about this show was after it already aired all the episodes and then people started talking about this the last episode of season 1 and you know it, it definitely pays off but in episode 1 uh, it's we're kind of just being introduced to these characters, and the character development for the show throughout the whole show, I think, is pretty fantastic. Like you have a good idea of who who every character is. It's not like there's a lot up to interpretation. We know people's abilities. We know what they want, what they don't want, that kind of stuff. A lot of shows just kind of give you a lot of characters and just like show you like three people, and you just learn about their stories. For this show, you kind of learn about everybody. And, yeah, uh, yeah, at the end of season one, they introduce, they get done introducing, like, the Justice League-esque characters, because everything's got to have a Justice League, and they're similar to the Justice League. There's your Wonder Woman, there's your Flash, there's your Superman, who's Omni-Man. Uh, there's, there's, you know, they're all similar characters, and Omni-Man just... Oh, and there's Fish, uh, and there's fish Guy, who's right obviously here. Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, there's Fish Guy, there's, there's, Bat, there's a Batman guy. guy. There's a Batman guy, yeah. There's a fish guy. He's Aquaman. <laughs> He's obviously like Aquaman because he looks like a fish, just like Jason Momoa. <laughs> exactly. They're a spitting image of each other. Yeah. Just, <laughs> they're twins. And uh, But at the end, Omni-Man just decides to uh, kill the entire pe- all of them for reasons that we don't understand until I think the season finale really is when we... The season finale is when we find out. So like... The, the the show is just structured brilliantly. The first episode is like, oh, this is like a, this could be a kid show. Then it ends with a giant hook of him just murdering the entire thing in the most gruesome way possible. It is fantastic. It's like, whoa, I, I wasn't expecting that. It, it, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it was like pretty it, tame. The whole first episode is pretty tame. There's fighting. Tame. And there might be, there's like some blood and it's like, ah, this isn't like crazy. And then you get to the last episode and you're like, oh. No, the last couple okay. minutes. And then it's like, whoa. The and then like, the, it doesn't pay off. Like really, you don't like understand the full story. Like they're trying to uncover the story throughout the season. Uh, the the guy who's like the head of like the humans who kind of, you know, build the Justice See, League. 
Cecil the yeah Cecil like uh, he's like he's like Nick Fury. It's like it's like it's like a combination of Justice League and like the Avengers because the archetypes are more like the of the characters are more like the Justice League, but it's set up more like the Avengers, where like there's a human agency that kind of like runs, you know, yeah. oversees the superheroes doing their thing. So it's kind of like a combination of like both. Man, uh, there's League. a lot of tropes, superhero tropes in this show i mean just given there's there's literally a justice league kind of thing going on there's a lot of tropes but somehow this show is able to figure out a way where it feels like it's its own thing like it doesn't feel like it's comparable to anything but it is comparable i, I don't know if that makes sense but it's like they do it well enough where you don't really feel like there's a lot of tropes going on it, it adds its own flair enough so that you don't care that that's the similar trope yeah yeah that's, then, I guess that's a good way to put it and then they also add like there's like and they had to cool cool their own things, you know. You get like they've they've got basically Hellboy existing in the universe too, but instead of being like a, a a fighter, he's like a detective trying to like uncover crimes. He's like literally like a devil, <laughs> like a Hellboy like <laughs> devil trying to uncover crimes. You've got these like these bad guys that just clone each other over and over <laughs> again, and they don't know which one's which, running around causing havoc. They got you know robot who wants to be a real boy. <laughs> he wants to be a real boy. He's like, <laughs> do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite character? Who's your favorite? Like, who's a character where you're like, that one's cool. I do like Robot. I like Robot a lot. <laughs> I like Robot. I forgot Zachary Quinto was in this. I mean, I knew I recognized his voice the first time I watched it, but it had been so long between viewings. I forgot Zachary Quinto was in it. I like Robot. He's like, he's pretty powerful. I wish we got to see more of him. We didn't really see him at his peak until he's like a real boy and he's got like two of his robots and then like Optimus Prime Robot. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally a truck that turns into a big version of robot and uh, what's cool is that robot like you and me are calling out robot as being a cool character robot is not like the main story beat at all it's he's kind of like just a side he's like a side quest anything mm-hmm. to do with him so it goes to show like how well they're they do character development if we're like saying like yeah robot is like one of the best characters i mean even cecil or or Adam, Adam, Eve—they're all like really cool characters, even though they're not the main character. I wish we got more of Adam Eve's like powers being used more efficiently in combat because she like changes how things are in reality, and I feel like it doesn't. Her fight scenes didn't kind of like use that great because she just like makes like doors out of thin air in her house. Like she just like changes matter. I feel like that could have been like. Well, she she controls atoms. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Her name, I, I thought the first time I watched this was her name was like Adam, A-D-A-M, Eve. Yeah. And I didn't understand her powers, but this time I figured out because I saw an interview with uh, one of the creators of the show. And they said a lot of people, he saw that he was getting like tweets that people were getting confused that her name is Adam, A-T-O-M, yeah. E-V-E. So she controls atoms and atoms. she can create things out of atoms. So yeah, that's it's, kind it's, of her power. So she kind of can do whatever cool. she wants. Yeah, it'd be nice to see a little bit more clear. Oh yeah, for sure. In, in the fights, anyway, because like when she's at home using her powers, it's very clear she's like you know manipulating, just matter. making things out of thin air. Yeah, <laughs> she could have made some cooler things in the fights. I think that's like like my only complaint about her her power. It's kind of um, like a Green Lantern type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Or, like actually creates things, not yeah. just like the ring has like made makes a dump truck. She like can actually make a dump truck. Yeah, that's usable. But I think she's got to make it out of existing things. 
Yeah, but it like exists. It's not like in the in like a ring where it's like the ring disappears and the yeah. ring power disappears and the thing that you're imagining disappears. This will stay there even if her powers are done or she's not using them anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, another character that is I think everybody's favorite is going to be Omni Man. Is he's like the Homelander kind of thing where it's like you don't want to like him but like you do. It's and also, it, it's also JK. It's also not fair that it's J.K. Simmons. Like. Yeah, he's a fantastic actor. Especially as a gamer, like, J.K. Simmons, like, just hearing his voice, I automatically like him, like, no matter what. Like, he's he's awful to Spider-Man in, in all the old Spider-Man movies. He's the best character in the Spider-Man movies, because he's J.K. Simmons. He's in Portal. He's he's a, he's a Cave Johnson. Like, Cave Johnson. every single time Cave Johnson talks, I love it in Portal 2. Uh, when Omni-Man talks, I, I just, I love J.K. Simmons. I love his delivery. He is absolutely yeah. amazing, and as, as like a geek growing up with Spider Man and with Portal Two, like having J.K. Simmons be like basically Superman is fantastic. He doesn't miss. J.K. Simmons doesn't miss. Everything he's in is like pretty good. Like I don't, I'm sure he's in stuff that we don't really have watched or anything. But everything I can think of, it's like yeah, Whip, he's in Whiplash. That was a great movie. State Farm he's, commercials. I'll watch those. With J.K. Yeah, Simmons. State Farm commercials. I'm on board. <laughs> yeah, we've seen a thing or two. <laughs> yeah so he's so after like he does a well enough job where after episode one happens and everybody dies you're trying to be like you're trying to figure out like well why do you do that because he seems like he's a good father he's a good husband he's just trying to save the world he's just here to like help out mm-hmm. and he slowly becomes kind of like this like dick awful old dick because his name's dick uh. <laughs> anyway, he kind of becomes this like bad character over time it's like he he starts off in season like or in episode one he's like wow I, that's like an awful person then episode two you're like actually you forget that he did that in episode one episode three it gets a little worse it's just a little worse until he like goes full-on ballistic in the last episode and you're like wow he really is a villain <laughs> yeah because we don't know anything about him until the end yeah, we don't re- know, really we don't, his story. We don't know his true story and, until the until the very end. Basically, He's a Viltrumite. <laughs> Viltrumite. Yeah, basically Krypton, but uh, instead of dist- they they kind instead of the world blowing up, they basically committed mass genocide. They basically became Spartans in space. They just committed mass. <laughs> that's a great. That's a great way to put it. They pretty much have become Spartans. They're, 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 they're space Spartans, and so they, they killed each other till only the strongest ones survived, and yeah. they rebuilt their society with only the very strongest. So it's like, it's like Spartans meets eugenics meets Superman, Krypton, Odians, but the planet doesn't, doesn't die. It's just almost everyone on the planet dies, which, I mean... You know, it's 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 its own thing. It's great. Yeah, it's uh, like a, it's it's like a, it's kind of like the same thing as Superman, but just changed a little bit. Where it's like, eh, that's not too bad. Yeah, well, they're, well, they're interesting. Spa- Spartans in space. <laughs> exactly. Speaking exactly. of God of War, since we already talked about God of War, they're definitely Spartans in space. And their yeah. goal is to basically, since they're the they're so strong, and they just uh, they go to solar systems. And uh, they try to conquer them all out in force, like just old. It's old not try. Style. They don't try to conquer them. They do conquer them. Well, no, but the, their original goal was they just went in force with a bunch of them. And they just beat down a planet into subjugation. But instead of uh, doing that, basically, they just 
there was too few of them to do that on the scale they wanted to, so they just send one Viltrumite to each planet they're wanting to conquer that's like in their path or whatever, so that they like weaken the world. They they kill all the strong things on it and pretend to be good, and they kill all the good strong things, and then once they come in, then they just kind of like hand the planet over because there's no way for them to resist anymore. So it's like it's like it's like the the long game. For yeah. for conquering, because they're uh, they're pretty. They are Superman. Like they're they're like Superman. It's like what if Superman was like a ditto, and he made like a bunch of himself. And they live for <laughs> and they live for like thousands of years. Yeah, so you just kind of lose, and you don't know that until the last episode. And you're trying to figure it figure it out along during with the Hellboy this, guy during this part. Yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much the scene where you figure out. What's going on? Or so he has a son that is named Dick. He has Mark. a son named Dick. Mark. Mark. Mark is who's Dick Grayson? Dick Grayson is Robin Dick... from from Batman. Oh yeah. <laughs> Man, I don't know where I got that from. Or, I guess I got it from Robin. Or Nightwing. Okay. Yes. I don't know where. Boy, I made that was a big mistake. Anyway, <laughs> Mark is Omni Man's son. Thank Mark. Thank you already brought it up, and I still messed up. So uh, he's Omni Man's son, along with uh, he's like half human, half uh, Viltrum Might Man. And he was a late bloomer. He's trying to get his powers. powers. Yeah, he's trying to get his powers. He's a young boy trying to get late. Yeah, and he does get them, which uh, is cool because he's just going to be as strong as his dad apparently according to his dad at least because he's like almost pure or whatever he's like Viltrumite DNA is so pure that you're basically pure Viltrumite <laughs> my, my sperm ate most of your mother's egg <laughs> <laughs> they don't say that in the show but they should have well I mean that's basically what he's implying it's like yeah it's, it's like you're mostly my DNA like my sperm just implanted on her wall and you just became <laughs> like it just ate her egg and it's just all <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we don't. We don't need an egg. We just need the woman to birth the sperm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, bas- I mean, that's basically. It's like you're basically pure Viltrumite. So I want you got like one, one partial cell from his mother. I do have a problem with this show. Is kind of like the power levels that they're showing. So towards the middle of the season, they get invaded by aliens. And uh, this guy, this girl, robot and all them, they're fighting the invasion aliens. And then they leave and then they they are on like a different timeline or time stream or something like that. So they come back and they're even stronger because more time has passed for them than it passed for humans. They fight them again. They start losing and Omni-Man shows up and he like destroys the whole planet. Just like he just flies through the planet and just like ends the whole planet he's like we're done with this flies through the portal and just she's like earth is mine and just kind of blows him. I mean, it's kind of a, like like once you've seen the show like things that happen definitely hint toward you know the the end goal of the viltrumites but you know you know when you're watching it the first time it's like oh he's just defending you know earth because earth is you know his planet yeah. that you know he's, he's living on you know no it's, but it it's, shows how strong he is where he's able to just like if he wants to destroy a planet he can destroy a planet and it feels like kind of in the last episode, they nerf him a little bit because these guys up here, these these like half human, half android people, fight him, 
And he's like had a, kind of a tough time with him when he like three episodes before that he destroyed a planet just because he didn't want to deal with it anymore. But those little robot guys give him some problems. So there's a little bit of like it's to add drama, obviously, to the show because there's not really anything that can beat him at all. Like nothing's even close. So uh, that was kind of something I had a problem with. That's really the only thing I could think of. I was trying to think of things I didn't like, and that was the only thing I could come up with. I mean, his sliding power scale doesn't bother me nearly as much as the Avengers sliding power scale. Oh no! Well, that's that's way on a different. That's on a different. Uh, well, because I mean, Captain America's like standing toe to toe with Thanos when he's got uh, the gauntlet and three Infinity Stones, but Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man can't even. <laughs> bother to put a scratch on him when he doesn't have the infinity gauntlet or any of the stones really yeah that was a big that was are a big you, difference i mean are, are you serious like, thor, cut to jk simmons are you serious are you serious <laughs> i mean thor pretty much kills thanos pretty much in uh what is it infinity war he just like throws his hammer and it like kills him and then well, like they nerfed him. They had to make him fat because he did that. Like, okay, okay, that's that, that's a bad example because they did make Thor weaker because they had to. They didn't have a choice yeah. because he was getting too powerful. But anyway, uh, robots cool. I like robot. So he that the power. There's a sliding power scale. Uh, the last episode here was when he holds Mark up and mark's like weak enough where he can't really do anything and they're in like a subway and this is where the show really solidifies i think for everybody it's like this is not like a children's show at all if you have if it wasn't obvious already is that he just holds mark's head up well that a subway like goes through him and it just kills like everybody on the subway He's like, I don't want to kill these people. It's like, you don't have a choice. <laughs> it's like Mark, Mark's body just kills them by being in the way. Yeah, oh, pretty man. much. It was just, it was a really cool scene. Like, it's gruesome, but it's just like, man, they just taking all the stops. But yeah, I got to do it somehow. So they, they kind of have a fight. And what I'm curious of what's going to happen is in season two. How the heck are they? Do they stop an invasion? Like, there's got to be characters we don't know about yet because there's no, they can't beat Omni Man. How are they going to beat like 50 Viltrumites? I don't know how. Like, that doesn't see, it doesn't seem like it's possible for the Earth to win this. I don't know because because um, Omni Man leaves. He just gets up and leaves after he remembers watching his son's baseball game, and it's like, yeah, baseballs are pretty. <laughs> it's emotional. It's an emotional. <laughs> it's an emotional. It's an emotional sport. So he decides to leave because of a uh, baseball. Um, and I don't. I mean, we don't know if he's going. If he's had. If that's a, an actual change of heart, or he's going to try and stop the Viltrumite army from coming, or if he's going to try to delay them from coming. Just say, "Hey, Earth's not ready yet. You know, I've still got more." To, I, I don't. I don't know what he's trying to like accomplish. No, we don't. Know. We so don't we, know yet. So we don't know if he's like good or if he's trying to bring them early. We don't know what his actual end game is uh, at this point. We don't know if he's bringing them or if he's trying to stop them. If I mean, if he doesn't, if he doesn't try to stop them, I don't know how Earth's going to survive. <laughs> There's no like, they're like we're saying like Omni Man's like way stronger. It's like they're showing like Superman in the comic. Like Superman is generally he's always the strongest in like any medium. He, he can Superman can pretty much beat anybody, 
And that's they really show that with Omni Man, where like th- nobody can beat him. There's nobody even close. It's and, just he's just too strong. And Mark can't beat him yet because he's still trying to understand the full extent of his power. <laughs> Mark's yeah, still and like a buddy. that's what most of the show focuses on is yeah. Mark trying to understand how to use his powers because he's just like in school. He's just trying to figure out how to fly, so he's not really going to be serviceable yet. There is Beth Rogan does show up in this uh, show. He's like. Uh, I don't know what I don't know what race he was or what, but he's like an alien that can fly through space or something. Oh yeah, the one-eyed guy who yeah, the one-eyed cyclops guy. Online. That's Seth Rogen, yeah. and he shows up and they have a conversation. Uh, he might be really powerful. I don't know, but he did say like this planet was tagged for Viltrum activity and to like stay away from it because the whole universe is like scared of Viltrumites because they're like way more powerful than everything i guess well i think the only way earth would be able to uh withstand it is i think they said there's a coalition that's wanting seth rogan's character says a coalition that's wanting to stand up against it against yeah. the ultramites so i mean that would be like the the thing it wouldn't be earth it would be like a a conglomerate of uh beings from across the universe Boy, that would be, that'd be wild if the show really got into like the universe universe characters rather than just Earth characters. Because I'm sorry, as cool as Adam Eve is in Robot, uh, I don't think they're going to beat Omni Man. <laughs> I mean, maybe Adam Eve can. Robot probably won't be able to. I mean, Adam Eve could turn Omni Man into like you know Jello and eat it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's Jello Man now. He's Jello. He's Jello Man. Cecil is another character. He's the. Uh, Samwise Ganji. He's the Nick Fury. Yeah, he's the Nick Fury. Samwise uh, Ganji. Because it's it's who's this played by? Oh, he's 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 played by uh No no uh uh Sam Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. Samwise Ganji. Oh okay. Sam, that, that's the actor of Nick Fury. Samwise Samuel L. Jackson. So uh anyway, that was a bad that didn't that one didn't land. <laughs> I was very confused. <laughs> So uh, Cecil is, uh, I like him as a character as well. I, he's he's definitely one of my more favorites because he's kind of just doing whatever he can to like make sure Earth is safe, and he has like cool stuff. He's not like useless like Nick Fury is. <laughs> he actually yeah. does stuff. Nick Fury's been MIA for a long time. Yeah, well, Nick Fury kind of just like worry. shows up and talks to people. Don't worry, he'll be back in Secret Wars. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, okay, anyway. <laughs> Cecil has, like, tools and monsters that they've, that America, I guess, has captured, and they can use. They have a satellite that, like, makes a giant explosion. They have a giant sea monster. They have, uh, like, this vision. They put something in the water so that only Fluoride. certain people can see stuff. Floor Is that it? They put some whatever it is. They put something in the water. It's good for your teeth. It makes you blind to certain kinds of light. Yep, that's. Is it really fluoride? Isn't that in our water? Or is it? Yes, it's fluorides in our water. But I'm just saying, okay. it's it's, it's going to that one over, that one went over my head. <laughs> it's, it's a dual purpose. <laughs> yeah, there's a there is a dual purpose. But they put something in the water that makes you blind to certain things, so you can't see them. So he actually. Is able. He talks to the Hellboy character a lot. Like he, he actually does stuff, which is cool. And, and he's got like, like the Necronomicon, and like he reads the spell to send him back. Oh <laughs> yeah, just knowing him. <laughs> it was kind of cool. Like parts of it feel very anime because that felt like a very anime thing. Yeah, well, anime is kind of like anime is generally more for like younger adults into adults. Anime is not really for kids, and I think that's 
where I think American cartoons kind of get stuff from is probably anime because anime yeah. is, has been a thing in Japan forever. Like Damn. as we get older, animation in America dies, and you're like, oh, I don't want to see Pixar anymore. But in Japan, I think you kind of just keep going. I don't think well, <laughs> you yeah, start you, like yeah, Vampire Hunter D, Ghost in the Shell, like very adult animation. Yeah, there, there's a lot of adult stuff in anime, and uh, there's definitely stuff to get here. But that's a Cecil's a cool character. Uh, I can't think of th- this guy's name, the Wolverine guy. Uh, What's his name? <laughs> Uh, no, he's not invincible. He's uh... no, he is. He's kind of invincible. Whatever his name is, I can't remember. He's kind of like I don't really understand what his powers. Are. He's like Superman, but like oh, not. He's, no, he's the immortal. The immortal, I think his name. Yeah, is. but he can like fly, and he's he's kind of got Superman powers, but no, like. But not I think his name some... is the immortal. Oh, that's his name because he think, is immortal. I think so because like basically like they cut him apart and like they put him back together, and he like lives again. <laughs> <laughs> like what you. The the way he dies is he gets his head cut off by he just Omni Man kind of just like scissors his head off, <laughs> karate chops his head <laughs> off. He gets brought back to life by the by the by the twins who clone each other, and then he goes after Omni Man and then dies two seconds later again. Yeah, he does poke him in the eye though. He does get a good poke, double poke in the eye like they do in Game of Thrones. Yeah, he tries to go for the Game of Thrones kill with the mountain, and that doesn't really work out for him. It does make Omni Man's eyes red, so it do, it, that might be an effective way to kill him. Omni Man gets gets incredibly upset, and then Omni Man cuts him uh, apart at the waist. Yeah, it gives him a double a double scissor slice. They just have to put him back together again. They'll they'll bring him back. So, uh, yeah, I don't. It, it's kind of just everything's about Omni-Man, really. It's kind of like we're just trying to figure out about Omni-Man because as much as all the characters in the show are at a mystery of trying to figure out what's going on, it's we're like, also trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> yeah, it's like, is he being controlled by someone? Is is there is he being blackmailed? Like, that's the thing. It's like we're trying to figure out, like, you know, he's got to be a good guy. What's happening? Is he, is he being blackmailed? Like, what, is he being coerced? Is he being mind-controlled? Like, What's going on? Why is this good guy acting so bad? And it's the truth that we find out that he's just there just to weaken the planet, which is it was yeah. it was it was cool to like just be like oh wow he's just a, a bad guy. There is a plot twist, and it's a good plot twist. David, do you have any other thoughts? I think I've got all, everything I've I mean, thought about. Monster Girl is a really tragic character. I mean, like you know, it's, I know you were speaking of characters that were interesting. Monster Girl is really tragic. It's her power makes her human form make her makes her younger. So she's like in her twenties, but she looks like she's like twelve. So that's like that's kind that of like, be a, that'd be a bad superpower to have. That's a really bad superpower. So she's going to be like out of commission soon because she'll be like <laughs> she's out of commission she, soon. She'll, she'll like be an infant and she'll turn into monster girl and she'll turn back into like a separate sperm and egg. <laughs> How far can it go? She's being Benjamin Buttoned. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, she's Poor monster girl. Th- yeah, there is some. There, I feel like they're going to expand on a lot of these characters in season two because. Because season one, they do such a good job with character development. I can't imagine they're just going to stop doing that unless they introduce a ton of more characters. It'd be nice if uh, we get the the uh, the monster guy more, who's voiced by yeah. Michael Dern. Because uh, the battle battle beast, I guess his name was he. Yep, he's he's only in the show for like a couple minutes. He's like in one fight, and he's like, "Oh, I, I thought this was going to be harder." <laughs> Maybe we'll get him. Maybe Battle Beast will come back and beat Omni Man because Battle Beast like. 
He's pretty strong. Yeah, he's 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 the strongest person in the show next to Omni Man, for sure. You also uh, just brought up the twins. We didn't really talk about the twins. How like lovable they are. <laughs> well, the- They're just like two big dudes. One of them's a clone. Yeah, but the other one's a clone. They're both clones, but neither one of them's a clone. <laughs> they they always argue about who the original is. Yeah, and they just like are scientists that are like bad guys, but like they don't feel like bad guys. They're kind of like they're kind of like not good bad guys. Like they're not good at being bad guys. <laughs> yeah, they're they're not good at being bad guys. It's like they're both simultaneously brilliant and really stupid. It's like they're smart because they're scientists, but they're also like really bad at being villains. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're kind of cool. I do like when they show up on screen. I don't mind that they take up some time. They're, I, I find them amusing. Yeah, they're kind, they're kind of like comic relief for the show. They start like, working with bit. Robot, mm-hmm. who's a cool, who's one of our favorite characters that we've established. Uh, the, out of all the characters, that's, that can't really. I think those the, are the ones that come to mind. I think the least developed is the uh, the multiplicity character, the one that can clone herself. She yeah, she's not talked with, about a lot. Like basically, her her role in the show is to to sleep with Adam Eve's boyfriend, and like that's basically all she does is she just causes him to break up. Yeah, that's pretty much it. They they do show uh, there's kind of like some like child loving starting to go on with with them, where the sense Monster Girl becomes like a baby. There's also another robot also robot. Wants to clone himself into a young body so, like, she can feel like she's normal by having a, a boyfriend or whatever who's also young. Yeah, let's not maybe expand on that one. I don't really want to see, like, a romantic relationship between, like, eight-year-olds. Just not into that. Well, <laughs> not for me. They're not really eight. Okay, man. Like, <laughs> then don't make them eight. Don't make them look like they're eight. <laughs> oh, maybe they'll die off pretty quick next season. I don't know. It's they're gonna bad. die off? Don't yeah. kill Robot. He's still cool. <laughs> So yeah, that's Invincible. Yeah, it was very good, very good. I, definitely worth a watch. Superhero tropes, but it, it does its own unique spin on it enough so that it's still really enjoyable. Season two is supposed to come out this year. Mm. Well, that'd be cool. However, we're, we're getting close to the end of the year, and we don't have a trailer yet, or announcement of any, literally anything. It's like they, it's like the last episode ended last year, last year when it came out, and then Everything they've been radio silent since. We don't know anything. We know that it's supposed it's been renewed for season two and three. Ooh. And that's it. We don't know if but it's supposed to come out in twenty twenty three. They're supposed to do one season per year. And this would be season two this year that we're in now, and they haven't done they haven't proved that at all yet. <laughs> well, Maybe like they I, will in a couple weeks. Well, like we said, Amazon's been <laughs> on the, been dropping the ball lately. No, they're on the ball, man. Everything they come out with just brings the power. Dude, so good. Perfection. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, we'll talk about that more when it when the show when the show's over. Yes, we have a date. There's a date we have in mind that we'll talk about that. Brian has been very diligent at scheduling out our schedule going forward, so (laughs) we're not having to scramble last second for a topic idea. So. We don't really scramble too much. It's kind of just like, yeah, we're doing, let's do this now. It's not like we're we're sitting here for like five hours trying to figure out what to talk about. It's not too much of a problem. Oh no, it's not. It's just it's just. But it's uh, nice to have like it, an idea. It's just Brian has got us so organized now. We've got a date for Dune Two. 
and then uh, <laughs> TM in, 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 as long as it's in case it gets delayed, it can be pushed back. But we do have a date that we're, we already have the podcast date for Dune Two. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> so Brian's been helping to get this organized. So I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> no problem, man. <laughs> Although I can't wait for Peacemaker season two. It's, you know, I know you're talking about superhero for season. I already looked that up. We don't know the date for that yet, so I didn't put it on the schedule. <laughs> <laughs> thinking ahead i like it <laughs> all right what did what did you guys think of invincible have you seen it yet did you did you know it nope oh you haven't oh okay well i would imagine most people haven't really seen it i don't really I, besides you i don't know anybody who's even heard of it so <laughs> and i've brought this up to a lot of people like because i want to spread the good word of invincible but so far, everybody that I've talked to about Invincible, nobody knows what Invincible is. Really? That's, that's, I mean, yeah. I don't, I guess I don't know a ton of people who, who do either, but I don't talk to a ton of people regularly either, so. Well, I don't either, but, you know, it's just people on the street. I'll just go up to them and be like, hey, are you Invincible? heard about Invincible? Have you seen it? <laughs> Have you seen Invincible? Please. Please watch it. Have I you, need a season two. <laughs> Have you signed into the Prime of Amazon? Please, everybody has it. Don't pretend you don't. We know you do. <laughs> we know you do. You have Amazon. So yeah. Uh watch it. Enjoy it. Uh email David at synthaholics at yahoo.com. Yeah, let us know what you think about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely don't go anywhere else. Just email. We only we're very professional and we only deal with email. <laughs> I mean you can do comments on the YouTube page. No, or... don't do that. Email only, please. <laughs> Nah, don't like the video or subscribe or listen to the podcast anywhere but like on an email or follow we'll us send on everybody a, the email or link. follow us on twitch so you can watch us live and talk to us live you know don't do any of that no don't do any of that but you should please <laughs> please please we need more <laughs> yeah tell your friends share share, share this with, the, with all the people who via enjoy e- yeah, email only via email Rand McNally and RandMcNally.com that's, I think that's the first that you're bringing up Rand McNally this podcast yeah. I think there might be a, an outtake about Rand McNally however comma I promise anybody who's listening to this out there this will not be the last time you hear about Rand McNally <laughs> Brian no he knows what it is Brian is founded on eBay and he's gonna buy it <laughs> Nobody knows what Rand McNally is. Rand McNally, for those who don't know, Rand McNally is a, uh, it's Google Maps before there was the internet. It was uh, a program. It's been around for a long time. You installed on your computer and you would type in where you live and where you want to go and you could print out the maps of instructions for road trips. It was <laughs> the was old school computer maps. From what oh, I understand. Uh, absolutely. I used it exclusively until, until MapQuest came out. <laughs> oh man well Rand McNally will be a future podcast episode <laughs> no probably not but it might it definitely I definitely will bring it up again <laughs> for the Rand McNally lore this you heard it here first yeah. <laughs> it's All been right. around since 1850 good job very good. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for listening and uh, watching. Live long and prosper, one and all, and don't get hit by Omni Man or J.K. Simmons. Bad idea. Bad idea.
next time. All right. Uh, what's your favorite uh, map software, Demner to Brian? Well, it's going to be Rand uh, McNally. It's going it was to be created in 1856, according to Wikipedia. And what's funny is that the two guys that created it, they took their last names to make the company. So it was one of the guys' name was Rand, and the other one was McNally, and they were genius because this was before people knew how to speak. They combined it together, and they had Rand McNally, the first corporation ever made. <laughs> they combined it the first computer map software ever made in the 1800s. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder how they got their computers to work back then. I, I, they probably had cows, they and have, the cows would like pulse, no horses. It's horsepower, not cow power. They have ger- gerbils and wheels just going to make their <laughs> the giant room. Yeah, they're the ones that invented the computer. I think Rand McNally, <laughs> William uh, Rand, good old Rand McNally. My name's Rand. <laughs> Rand McNally, superior to MapQuest, superior to Google Maps. Superior. It's way better than everything. What I think if, this is what we should be using. We should get this tablet and put it in our car. What, what about Alta Vista Maps? No, Rand McNally's better. Uh, let's see.